0: what's up hybrids welcome back to another episode of the phantom hybrid podcast this is hanako and i am here with anthony lori and mike and we are coming off a two-week recording hiatus that was hard but necessary we needed to take a break because we have gone through 100 episodes since we launched in september 28th so we took a little break we yeah, boy. A, you know but we're coming back strong And we're coming back with the Marvel series, What If? And let me tell y'all, I think everybody has been excited for this series. The promos have looked good. I know Lori was excited because she's read the comics. I think Mikey's read the comics. I think Anthony has read the comics, you know. So we've all been excited to talk about this one. The first episode premiered last night. It is What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger? I love this episode. It was so,
1: so good. I have a prepared theatrical response. Oh my god! What is it, Lori? Okay, let me channel my Bruno Tonioli from Dancing of the Stars. It was wonderful. It was this It was awesome. It was exquisite. The lines, the colors, the artwork. It was a perfect ten. <laughs> yeah
2: bravo uh,
3: bravo. Uh, bravo thank yeah. you thank I'm, you i'm
2: okay with that yeah I'm
1: okay with that. <laughs> i worked on that yeah, all this, afternoon
2: i <laughs> think the whole thing i like about this is this episode was made specifically for mcu fans because mm. if you didn't watch captain america the first avenger you this is everything in here is totally new to you and you yeah. wouldn't get any of the little nuanced things that they did in here any of the little inside jokes that they did in here Like, you wouldn't get any of that. This would be, like, totally new, which isn't a bad thing, but I think for fans of the MCU, it's way better because we see all the little nods that they gave to the first Avenger was just chef's kiss perfect, like, awesome.
0: I laughed so much with this episode. I laughed so much, and I wasn't expecting to, but it was so
2: funny. It kind of reminded me of more so... Even though it was based on First Avenger, a lot of the action and the dialogue reminded me of Agent Carter more so than the First Avenger because it had because it it made sense because it's focused on Peggy becoming Captain Carter. I'm glad they didn't call her Mm -hmm. Captain Britain because that would just confuse everybody and all the fanboys would have been like, Um. "There's only one Captain Britain. Ah, 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 ah. He's a man." Ah, 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 ah." I'm not trying to hear all that. Like, look. This her be who she's gonna be and she was fucking awesome and like incredibly badass i was impressed this was outstanding
1: it was so much fun it it, it made you want to go back and watch the first avenger it made you want to go back and watch the sadly canceled only last two seasons Peggy carter because that was an awesome
0: series i agree
2: that was incredible
1: look let me give this
0: disclaimer i have not watched that series yet what oh, you need like, to. Oh, you to. Well, what it. happened was <laughs> when to, the when watch. the show was on, I was working two jobs. So mm. I really didn't have time to sit down and watch it. And then, of course, with everything that's been coming, it's just kind of like, OK, I've been trying to catch up with stuff and then it got canceled. So I was like, OK, well, I'll go back and binge watch it at another time. And I just have not gotten around to it. But this episode makes me want to get up off my ass and go watch it, even though there's like 50 million other things going around. But the humor in this, okay, you guys know how I am about humor, especially with these characters that we are familiar with and we've been seeing on our screens for the last bajillion years. But the humor between the characters was fun. Listening to these voices of people that we have not seen on screen in those characters for a while, that was fun. Getting used to somebody else voicing Steve Rogers was weird. It wasn't bad though, but it was kind of it took getting used to.
3: Yeah, it wasn't bad and it did take a minute to get used to. But I'm perfectly honest with you, I didn't know this. Um, the person with whom I live with, I related to by mm-hmm. marriage, it, it really put her off. She was like, I don't like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just took some getting
3: used to I think to. it was more or less it wasn't it wasn't Chris Evans. I think that's more of what it was.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it, it was wasn't. if you watched the not old, old, but the semi-old and the newish Avengers uh cartoons that they have, I believe they're on Disney, plus the ones that came out like what, 10 uh, eight yeah. years ago they had two different guys yeah. do steve rogers and you didn't really notice the difference until they got to the uh, guardians of the galaxy episode by the way which is one of the best episodes that's when you really could tell that the voice actors difference okay as yeah. far as steve but steve is usually used as sort of a a generic voice so unless you're you're gonna pick quibbles about voice actors it didn't really bother me. I, I kept listening for Haley because I wasn't sure until I saw the credits that it was actually going to be Haley because she's British, but she does more of a different type of accent when she's doing Peggy Carter. Yeah. And I, I knew she was
0: doing it because she's been promoting it a lot on her social media as well. But while we're talking about voice actors, okay, so y'all already know, like, I'm a huge Ross Marquand fan. He plays Aaron in The Walking Dead. He was several characters in the Invincible series. And he played the Red Skull in the Avengers movies. And it was so weird because when you saw him in the Avengers movies, I believe Infinity War may have been the first one. Was it Guardians of, Mm. of the Galaxy? It was one of those. I can't remember which one. But the he, one
2: he took over, the one he took oh, over for Hugo Weaving, yeah. Was in the first, race. I was gonna yeah. say,
0: it wasn't yeah. Hugo Weaving? He only he was only in the first. He only race?
2: did one. Yeah, he only, yeah, did he, only did, he
0: only did Captain America. Really, uh, the first Uh huh. So how did I not know when, that? Yeah. So when Ross took over the role. I didn't know it was him until after the movie. Like, he did a big reveal after the movie. He was like uh, Denai Guerrero, who plays Okoye and who was also on The Walking Dead with him at the same time. She didn't even know that she was working with a co worker on this film because it was a big secret. And when I realized it was him, I was like, oh, well, he did a pretty good job as far as capturing the voice or making the, the voice match what Hugo Weaving did in his version. In this one, because we get to see events from Captain America, the first Avenger reenacted, when he came on the screen and started talking, I literally sat back like, whoa. Because if you put Captain America, the first Avenger, and what if Captain Carter was the first Avenger side by side and you played both voices with your eyes closed, I swear you would not be able to tell who was who. Like, his voice match was spot on.
3: Even when Hugo Weaving first did it, there was always a little bit of Agent Smith in him, <laughs> Just a little
0: bit. I think that's and, just because we were and, used to that.
3: <laughs> but, but there's just a little bit. Even with the German accent, there was just a little bit of Agent mm-hmm. Smith. And when Ross was doing it, I still heard yeah. that little bit of Agent Smith. And you would swear that it was Hugo Weaving, and you know it's not. I knew it wasn't. And you still, I could close my eyes and I still hear Agent Smith with those like I'm, I'm in America. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, his voice matching is spot on. I'm always really, I'm very much in awe of voice actors who can just come up with these voices and sound like someone totally different. But like with him, it sounded like Hugo Weaving in the first movie. It was just, it's, it was incredible.
3: Has other people say that he's sort of a mimic? Yeah. That Ro- Ross, that Ross does yeah. that. He's like, he's one of those people that can mimic mm-hmm. other people's mm-hmm. voices.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. But let's talk about the episodes.
3: Yeah, I, I, I want to interject before you go on, since we were talking about voice actors, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Jeffrey Yes. Right. right. Jeffrey Wright, yes. Oh m g like if you weren't gonna watch with it for anything it has to be just to hear him do the intro and the outro hear him at the
2: beginning and hear him at the end that's all
3: you need oh my god
1: he's going to be our our, uh commissioner gordon too he's
3: brilliant i cannot wait he's
1: amazing cannot wait amazing amazing. he's he's awesome and i saw that i was like i know him see i'm paying attention guys paying attention
3: (laughs) (laughs) and i just wanted to Shout out to to Jeffrey Wright. I was like, "Oh my God, it's Jeffrey Wright," and he sounds amazing yeah, that's as a sweet, watcher. Incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Jeffrey Wright is our watcher, and he narrates the episode at the beginning and at the end. He's kind of our intro and outro.
2: Kind of like the Twilight Zone, like like right Rockwell, like in the Twilight Zone, or Jordan Peele, like when the new oh one. okay, yep.
0: But the episode starts out with scenes that again like Mike said if you are an MCU fan then you are familiar with the film Captain America the first Avenger and so we get a lot of the imagery from that in animation form which was really cool because it's been a while since I've seen the first Avenger so watching it I was like oh okay yes I remember this happened like down to the characters that we saw in that first movie Pretty much everyone who started out that first scene where they're in Germany and they're looking for the Tesseract, we get all of that here in this opening. We get to see the Red Skull. We get to see them getting ready to put Steve in the um, machine to create the Super Soldier. So we get to see all of that. And then there is a twist because we see Captain, uh, we see Agent Carter as she is back then. And the Watcher is talking about how Steve Rogers made the ultimate sacrifice as Captain America to save humanity and to save pretty much everyone. Yeah, Yeah. the universe. And then there's a scene afterwards where Peggy and Steve are talking and they're about to do the experiment. And as they're having a conversation, the doctor... (sighs) Okay, let me preface this. I had to remember that we are watching a time where men were very um they were very much assholes towards women (laughs) because oh my god when he was like um agent carter are you sure you you wouldn't prefer to watch up top like um yeah don't you think you should get out of this room and let the men do what we're supposed to do i was sitting there like (sighs)
1: Oh, oh, gonna have to oh okay,
3: all
0: white, <laughs> uh, okay, male uh, okay,
3: patriarchy.
1: Okay, just
3: yeah. There we go. It's bad back. It's back. Mm-hmm. again.
1: Just Yet to, again, just to preference for all the young girls, meaning your daughters, age and younger, around that age. It's only been about fifteen years since we haven't had a get men coffee in the office. <laughs> right, I'm just saying.
0: I know
3: white male <laughs> patriarchy
0: patriarchy yes very much so so there's a moment where they're about to start the experiment and the doctor asks agent Cardiff if she would like to wait up top you know <laughs> in the observance area or whatever and she says no i think i'll stay down here and the watcher says that's the moment that created a new universe
3: Nexus event. and
0: anthony and i were talking about this earlier today because anthony and i as we've mentioned before we work next door to each other so a lot of times anthony when he's on a break or in between whatever he comes and sits in my office and we just geek out for like 15 20 30 minutes or whatever And so he came over into the office today and he was like, hey, are we recording what if tonight? And I'm like, yeah. So we start talking just a little bit about that. And we talked about this and he was like, what he loves about this is that we're actually seeing the Nexus events as they happen. And the Watcher literally told us that's the moment that created a new universe. It's like, this is when things start to shift and we get our version of Steve Rogers in our timeline. But then in another timeline, What happens is same thing that happens in First Avenger. There is a gentleman there who is trying to sabotage the project and he has a bomb, but this time it's actually Carter who sees the guy with the bomb. And of course the bomb goes off. It damages the equipment and there's a possibility that they're not gonna be able to do the project. So Steve jumps out of the machine. He tries to help and is shot. In the process. Now, I know that this is like alternate version, but I'm still like, how the hell you gonna shoot Steve?
1: Like, how do you shoot Steve? (laughs) Not only did he get shot, he went down. Like, I thought he was dead.
3: Wait, I haven't watched again. He he shot him like two or three times. It seemed like like why is he not dead? He
0: shot him once, and then he turned around to try to shoot Peggy, and Peggy was the one that shot him a few times. killed the bomb so howard stark is there and he's talking about how you know systems are failing if we're going to do this we have to do it now and the general i forgot what this asshat's name is but why is it that we have so many government officials in these marvel shows
2: he's actually a colonel he's a colonel he's actually only a colonel colonel he's a dick
3: (laughs) And, and it's bradley whitford and all i heard was commander was it commander west wing what's what's he in um
2: oh oh in a handmaid's tale ah just like the commander Commander
3: yeah it's not commander lawrence is it
2: yes it is commander lawrence
3: commander lawrence yeah i just i just heard commander i said oh my god white male patriarchy oh my
2: god
0: (laughs) and he's that way this whole episode but we'll get to him later so anyway He's trying to get Steve, hey, Rogers get up in the machine. And Peggy's like, he can't, like, you dipshit, he's been shot. Do you not see him laying here on the ground?
3: And and Howard goes, bullets and this stuff don't mix.
0: Bullets and tech don't mix, Right. right. And Peggy tells Steve, she's like, hold on one moment. And Steve's like, I'm not going anywhere. And she gets up and she gets ready to take her jacket off. And both Howard and the colonel, are like, what are you about to do? What are you doing? She's like, um, we only have one shot at this. She grabs that last vial, she gets into the machine, and the colonel is like, what are you doing? She says, this is our only chance now. And the colonel tells start don't do this. And Howard looks at him like,
2: Pshh. you must not know who I am. And
0: he pulls the lever. Okay, let me tell you. So, like I said, I haven't watched Agent Carter, I haven't watched the show. So my only real experience with Howard Stark is what I've seen in the MCU movies. And you don't really get much of his personality in those films. Like you see him as this kind of, you know, hard nose. You see him a little bit in the first adventure where he has a little bit of humor, but you don't get to see it as much. This show gives you a lot of Howard Stark humor and you get to see where Tony gets it from. Yeah.
2: And this is this is exactly how he is in Agent Carter. Like he's like right. kind of right. cocky and like irreverent. Like even when Colonel told him, he was like Stark, you get in there. He's like, what? I'm I push buttons. I'm the button guy. I'm not getting in there, right? Like you kidding me? And but yeah, he's
3: even more like this than he is in the um. He's even more it's than we true. He is in very, Tony very,
2: Park. very true. Like, okay, yeah. I was, he was here so for it. So
3: Tony Stark, all, they, yeah. all there. Yeah, it's basically, it's
2: basically a '50s version of Tony Stark. And it's like, man, it's, it's it's even more like out of hand, inappropriate, and just—it
0: was hilarious.
2: But Dominic does a really good job. Yeah, he's like,
3: sure, see you get in there. I'll push the button. See you get in there because I'm not getting there, in there. But see you get in there.
0: And the funny thing is, when the Colonel was like, "Start, don't do this," he's looking at him like, and I was I was looking like, have you not worked with this man enough to know you don't tell a Stark no like if you tell them no you can't do this no don't do this that's like it's like a child don't push the button oh what does this button do here I was just like okay so this is what we're getting okay cool I'm here for it Howard Stark he was second only to Bucky in this episode Bucky and his one-liners but I enjoyed it so much so Peggy gets in the machine Howard Stark pulls the lever and we get a very uh we get a very powerful Peggy Carter coming out of this machine. Shout
2: out to the animators for paralleling this almost exactly how it happened in the first Avenger. Like when they when the serum was, went in, it it's like the, yeah. fa- the facial facial expressions that she had.
0: Howard Stark with the glasses looking like
3: yeah, even his pose. I was, sorry, yes was and
2: when they opened it the way that she was like leaning to the side and kind of slumped like it was almost exactly the same like they did a they did mm-hmm. a hell of a job on paralleling that i mean that was crazy it was
0: good and you know the colonel while she's getting her vitals taken the colonel's like this is a failure i was promised the army i was promised peace and salvation instead i get a girl i was like
2: you were still only going to get one soldier anyway are you kidding me
0: well, no, there was supposed to be an army.
3: But remember oh, yeah. in the first Avenger, that was their issue then too, because they were like, we were promised an army.
0: Mm-hmm. But of course you can't get an army if you let somebody in with a damn bomb who kind of, you know, blows the project to pieces. Yeah. I mean, come on, people.
3: Yeah. So it you paralleled know? in that way, because I'm not trying to say it's not because she was a woman, but
0: oh even, yeah, no, yeah.
3: even in the first Avenger, he was still, who was it? It was... um you know the fugitive guy what's his name
0: Lee jones Jones.
3: he was Uh still upset that he only got you know one yeah steve rogers he didn't get his army you know so yeah
0: but it's just the verbiage coming from this asshole in this episode is what was getting on my nerves because you know he says be grateful you're here and not being brought up on charges of insubordination and she's like we were about to lose the entire project if I had a step in he was like well we did lose the entire project he said every drop of that serum Dr. Erskine made went into use and what does he say someday your blood might tell us how to make a real super soldier
2: parallels to Isaiah Bradley but <laughs> in a nicer way
0: i'll I'll give you that i you know i was like and she stands up and she's like you have a super soldier he says women aren't soldiers and they sure as hell don't fight on the front lines they might break a nail i was ready for peggy to punch him in the face and i guess you know we kind of see she probably thought so too we we get the scene of her with the punching bags and then steve is in there training and it's so weird because steve is Steve is basically not training. He's rehabilitating because he has lost use of his legs from being shot. So it was kind of similar to what happened to Rhodey in the Civil War. You know, we see him with the bars and he's he's trying to teach himself how to walk or he's trying to condition his legs so that he's stronger while she's training. So we get to see a little bit of them interact there. We get to hear him talk about Bucky because the, um, you know, his regiment is about to go out on their and, mission, and it's and you this- see
3: Peggy, Peggy punching the punching bag was almost frame for frame, the same way mm-hmm. Steve was punching, yeah, yep. in that, um, yeah, in the after credit scene,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Like Mike said, there were a lot of parallels between this and the films, not even just the first Avenger film, but you know, we see little glimpses of other parts of the movies in there, like, like with Steve trying to rehabilitate, but. You know, then we get to see the scene where they're trying to figure out what HYDRA is doing, why they're going after the Tesseract. And we get to see all of this. And it was just like, I felt like I was watching the first Avenger. It's almost like they were sitting there watching the movie and they were drawing while watching the movie. There was a, like you said, there's a lot of parallels. We get the reveal of the Red Skull and finding out about the Third Reich. And it was just, I loved it. And the animation. The animation for this show is so good. Yeah,
1: I don't know what the anime style of this is because I know there's different styles, but I think the darker tone and the heavier lines really lent itself to the storytelling because I think if they would have used a different style, it wouldn't have been as good because it was all you know dark and foreshadowing and it was it was excellent. It was I don't watch a lot of anime, but I love this.
2: You know what this animation reminded me of? It reminded me of the iron giant.
1: Yes, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say yeah. that. Yeah.
3: Yes. Like, yeah,
2: it's like the whole the whole way they use the tones and the lines mm-hmm. that they use yes, with the characters, exact. it yeah. was like that's, it's hundred percent iron. That's giant. what that
0: is. Yeah, even when it, when we are introduced to the Hydra Stomper that's yeah. literally the yeah. way I thought I was like, Oh, it's it's the iron giant. This is this is so cool. But while we're talking about these dark undertones, let me say this because I thought about this when I watched the episode last night, and then I've been hearing other people say the same thing this cartoon, if you put it like that, this animated show is a lot darker than what we're used to seeing in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's, there's some, there's some deaths and there's fighting or whatever. But when it came to killing, I don't recall seeing Steve Rogers do that a lot. Like he would make sure that they were knocked out. And if they were in immediate danger where it's basically a kill or be killed scenario, then yes, we saw that. But is it just me or was this a lot more violent than we're used to? And it's so mm. weird considering this yeah, is Peggy, on a Disney was, channel.
2: Was... Um, Peggy,
3: yeah. I don't know because the yeah. first Avenger was pretty yeah. violent in and of yeah. itself. Yeah. And but Peggy
2: Peggy was using like Batman force. Like it was like, it was, it was almost kind of like Batman the animated series when she was like bashing guys in the face and like just throwing crushing them against the wall and reaching through sandbags and yanking them back through sandbags. And shit. Not even just the sandbag.
0: Like- she's reaching through the windows of an airplane cockpit and she's throwing them out the window just right. midair. I was just like, wait. Well, right. this, this, okay. this- yeah. okay.
3: while, while we're talking about this, I, I just wanted to say that I try not to look at things in a small way. I try to step back a little bit and look at the, the big picture things. And there's a stark difference in the way that she approached being a Captain America versus how Steve right, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when it was she took hard that,
1: she, yeah. core.
3: right. Where she, and and yeah. that goes to like her background as a spy right. and a cover agent and being trained, whereas he didn't have any of that.
2: True. You know? I would add that it was basically because she's doing her part with a way bigger chip on her shoulder than Steve had. Because yeah. not only was she looked down upon, she was looked down upon as a woman. Yeah. And talked to, yeah. like, get my coffee, do this, do that. You're not supposed to be here and all this other stuff. So she she sees all that and she's attacking the white male patriarchy, Patriarch. basically. Like she's trying to kill the white male patriarchy. Like she's-I mean, she she's really going with more anger than Steve Rogers has. Steve Rogers really did it with a sense of honor and duty. And she's doing it too, but I think there's an underlying current of like anger and like resentment, like just a little bit, because that's kind of where the the kind of force and anger that she's using to like go through these guys. Yeah, yeah, and I, agree. I think
3: you're right. She she does have more of a chip on her shoulder than he did. Like you would think he would, but his personality doesn't lend itself to proving that I am like right. that's not Steve, right? But for her, she has already gone through that and she's still going through it because she has a military background. She has training. She has been in this system trying to fight against it. And now she does have the power that she probably always sort of had. Mm-hmm. But now no one can tell her no. you right. know. And in that scene when she went to take the Tesseract, it's like I'm seeing stuff that Steve never would have mm-hmm. thought to do. Yeah. Like, when she threw the truck, like, when she hit the truck and <laughs> threw it, and she was like, wow, wow, I did that. It was as if she realized, oh, shit, I'm stronger than a motherfucker. She, she, and then she started uh, really right? hurting them. She, like, oh, my God, I can really do some serious She things. was
1: giving them some serious Xena warrior princes. I'm telling you right now, and I loved every minute of it. I mean, you know how Xena used to get that look in her eyes, and she'd start twirling the guys around, like, and they going super, super fast and letting them fly? This was Peggy Carter. It's Captain Carter. I was like Zena, Zena. I was happy. <laughs> I'm old. Sorry,
3: <laughs> but but yeah, I was just I was just pointing out that she just she just that training and and the chip on her shoulder. She just took it. Her, her the battle scenes were just on a whole nother level compared to what Steve did in the first Avengers.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like so she was, was throwing
3: the shield. She was hurting people. Was, like, yeah, like he was just knocking she them was... down. No, she was. She
0: was, it was like her herself. theme was death to misogyny that's what that's how she was fighting like look look i mean i'm here for it i just it was weird for me because again this is a show that's on disney and it was like really violent but i was like Oh, okay. And,
1: this is what we're doing. I'm here for man, it. And she went, she went after people like, like Batman was in hush. Okay. That's how that's how hardcore she was. I, I was like a female version of Batman doing hush, just the entire episode. Kicking ass, taking right. A's, and then going back and kicking more ass and going, Oh, I can do this. I didn't have expected Joker to be in the background. That's how hardcore she was. <laughs>
3: When the big German guy came out, like he was gonna oh! do something. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like oh God. if it was if it was Steve, Steve would have like maybe had a conversation with mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm. or you know, no, she just quickly dismantled him and moved on.
0: Well, because he came out opening his mouth talking about, oh yeah, so this is what the this is what America sends a girl to fight their back. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you 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 want to ridicule this girl? Okay, first of all, she was damn near as big as him. So that should have told him right, right there, okay, this might not be the one I want to fuck with.
3: What is it? You got to read the room. He,
2: he had read to read the, the- <laughs> room.
3: He didn't see what happened the to all those other Right. He didn't see what happened to that tank.
1: what? Am I the only one that when he came out and he started talking... I half expected Cody Rhodes' voice to come out of his mouth.
2: It Cody Rhodes, like yes, was that an AEW reference? Are you kidding me right Us, now? Yes, <laughs> I Where am so. Po- going- <laughs> you know, Lori, Lori, I gotta say what? this. Even, wh- every time I think I can't get more impressed with you, you like oh. take that shit up to a whole new level. I am just, I'm like, she you just wh- put, you just did an AEW reference in a Marvel show podcast. I and it's uh, so funny yeah.
0: because while Mike is sitting here paying Lori reverence, Anthony is in the background dying, like dying. <laughs> I, was, was awesome. I thought you were about to fall out your chair, bro. <laughs> I was.
3: That was that was incredible. She that, was a, that, was,
2: that was an awesome, awesome reference. I awesome reference. I have nothing. That was, that was awesome,
3: yeah. Uh, I have nothing <laughs> more to say.
1: I'm all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: awesome.
0: So again, we have Howard Stark, peggy Carter, and we had the dipshit colonel sitting here talking about the tesseract and what it might can do and what would happen if hydra gets his hands on it of course the colonel is pulling the whole what what does he say i'm not about to risk a battalion for some overpriced battery or something like that i'm like you know these are the people who are always told how dire things are and what would happen, and those are the ones who usually ignore things. And then what happens? Exactly what you were told would happen. And when Peggy volunteers, she's like, "I can do it." He pulls that whole thing again. You're lucky to be in the room. The greatest. Uh, what was he? He was talking about uh, again. He he mentioned it being an overpowered battery. And what he said, he said, "I'm not risking one man, never mind a whole platoon, for a glorified battery." And she's like, okay, I can do it. And he's like, it's not your concern. You're lucky to be here. And Howard is trying to plead with him. He's like, look, the greatest minds alive can't fathom the extent of this battery's power. I find it so funny that they call the Tesseract the battery. But again, this is with us having knowledge of what the Tesseract Mm -hmm. is. But, you know, it's... It's like, I know you can't really hit the Colonel because he is a superior and that will land you in even more trouble. But I was just, I was just like, just like, I think with Peggy's strength, she can just thump him in the head and maybe put him
1: in a coma. Like, she should be able to do that with her strength, right? <laughs> look, 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 look. Okay, as if I wasn't already impressed, because I'm watching it in the background as we talk. I know we're we're going we're going here and there, just brief because I know we're gonna get into it. When she's doing the whole reenactment from the movie with the Howling Commandos doing the whole gun thing, please. Can I tell please. you that when I saw the howling
0: commandos on screen. I actually squealed in my living room. Like I should have expected them to be in there because I knew Bucky was gonna be in it, but I didn't know they were gonna have all the howling commandos. And I saw them, I was like, Oh, it's the Commandos!" I was like, Oh my god, what kind of noise was that that came out of my mouth? My cat actually looked at me like, Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go across the room. She actually got down out of my lap and went into oh, another
1: room because I was I was so excited. The, again this goes again we've we're, we're gushing here this is quite possibly one of the best 30 minute animation slash cartoon episodes of anything i've ever seen in my entire life and this is only the first episode i mean come on yeah. this was perfect
3: um, i'm well, sitting there going one, I, oh I, I, i've seen a couple of episodes in naruto that were that were pretty good so.
1: I, hey there's a couple <laughs> of avatar too there is a couple uh, avatars
3: oh the, the the last the last three
2: episodes uh, the lee versus gara battle comes to mind with me <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that sticks out but yeah oh also um for the the blonde um german guy we used to he call her a fragile fraulein and she's like fragile and then he gives the best disney pain faces when she <laughs> when she starts beating his ass like like, you, like it was almost it was almost straight out straight out of tangle like he looked, oh, it,
1: was, it was that. he was like ooh, ooh. I mean, Damn, they just, was, it, it, it's it's like it, it's like Disney was like okay all right how can I get the nerds not the geeks the nerds something that they've always wanted and they're like we give them this and then what kills me is that again, I don't watch a lot of anime, but they do classic where they're fighting, and then they do the pause, and they stop for like two seconds, and it's just still screen and then they go back into it. I was going, oh my god, this is <laughs> literally... I mean, I lost it. It was yeah. perfect. It was absolutely so. perfect. I'm I'm sitting here.
0: I have it playing in the background, and it's the part where she actually starts like throwing tanks and trucks and mm-hmm. knocking soldiers off of motorcycles and throwing them. At, well, she didn't throw them into the fire, but they kind of you know rolled into the fire, and people are coming out shooting at her, and she's just like, like the <laughs> the animation again. The, the animation.
3: Fire, they, kind of the they, fire. Fire.
0: they did. She she like knocked them off oh. the motorcycle, and they kind of tumbled into a fire so you know she didn't throw them in there but again this animation when she's standing in front of the truck and she's illuminated by the truck's headlights and she's fighting like guys on both sides and she's doing it just the way steve does it in the movies i was like this is amazing it looks so good and the weird thing is i have actually heard people talk down about this episode like they didn't like it like they didn't like the animation they didn't like the they didn't like the action
1: they didn't they were like uh you know i've seen better what look 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 we have okay we're not there yet i'm i'm gonna save my geek out because i got a huge geek out of the house like the fuck and then i'll put i'll be quiet they're wrong i'm serious i'm not telling seriously. you i'm telling you it is so good mm-hmm. i mean just just it's like I said, we have eight more episodes to go. And there are certain episodes that we're we're anticipating. Everyone knows that I'm not a big I'm a big vampire person. Everybody knows that. I'm not a big zombie person. Man, episode eight can't come fast enough yeah. for me. You're, I gonna, love you're gonna Marvel be a big zombie
2: body. person. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know about that. Next the next episode I might I might I'm might, I might have I might I might not be able to get through that one. I don't know. That's going to be tough. Look,
1: if if the next episode is as good as I think it is, and if we get certain uh-huh. things, I might just wear my Captain America hockey jersey on the podcast. Seriously. Uh, back, I might just dig that puppy out.
3: Back, to piggyback off what, what Lori was saying, you know, I know it's, I don't want to be the dead horse, but we're dismantling the white male patriarchy mm. one episode at, at a, a time.
0: time. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, Falcon and mm-hmm. Winter
3: Soldier dismantled it starting you know Mm -hmm. that's all right punch that pony tony
2: punch that pony
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah speaking of the episode, since we mentioned it so the next episode is the t'challa star lord episode which like mike it is going to be hard to get through um when they first released the what if trailer and i heard chadwick's voice Mm. i cried because I was not expecting it. And, you know, for this to be the last thing that we will ever see or hear him in, I think is very fitting because, I mean, he was our king. He's our Marvel king. He's our Black Panther. So that is going to be an emotional episode. But I'm looking forward to it because you're going to have Chat with Bozeman as T'Challa and you're going to have Michael Rooker as Yondu. I'm just, I'm ready for that era.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't, cannot I mean, wait, just.
2: It's, the episode like, it's going to be crazy. I'm just, uh, it's like, I might have to stop it a couple times.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't watch. I've tried three times. I can't watch Black Panther. I'm not, it's too soon. I just, I, I turn it on and then five minutes later, I turn it off. I think I
0: watched half of it day after his death because, no, it was a couple of days after his death when I found out that they changed the Marvel intro Mm-hmm. for it to be yeah, all to black panther you. i had to yeah. watch that and i think i got about halfway through and i was like nope can't do it i had to turn it off yeah, so i haven't, been, still, able I haven't yeah. been able to watch it haven't been able to watch yeah. anything that he's in right now so i still haven't seen ma rainey's black bottom i just i can't do it hearing mm-hmm. his voice seeing his picture is just too emotional so anyway
3: We'll we'll get. A- well, you definitely you definitely don't want to see the five. Did
1: words. anybody take their outfits from the movie premiere and 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 do what I did and had them treated and specially done for dry cleaners? Because I have my Black Panther outfits in the closet. I did the like the wedding dress thing. I, did I mean, it I have my, a,
3: I have a shirt, but it's. Uh, not, premiere outfit. I mean, it's not anything special. I have a button.
1: Oh no! I got I special ordered. African mm-hmm. outfit ensembles.
3: Yeah, I went to the flea market and found uh, uh African it, type shirt.
1: Mark's you got, got I may dashiki. wear that
3: tomorrow. Thanks.
1: Mark's got a full dashiki with the hat. I've got the full dress and I had them treated and they're in the closet because mm-hmm. it was that important. Yeah. It was because that was our movie. But Chadwick man. You know, I, like you said, Ma Rainey's and all that. But I think the thing with Chadwick, I think the thing that was more important as a lasting memory isn't that he was our Black Panther. It isn't the fact that he did other iconic roles. The fact that he had so much strength in his illness and that he didn't let anyone know and that he was strong and that he
2: Yeah
1: hero. Yeah. Should have got the hospital Oscar. Just that's almost. Yeah. Like, okay. Let's. Uh. Let's. Let's. Oh. Let's. Let's come on.
3: Yeah. Let's. let's get back to Peggy Carter dismantling the white male picture.
1: Yes. Because I. Because you're. You're not at my moment yet. I'm waiting for you to get to my get moment. To it, look, look, We're not. We don't have to do this in order. Talk about what you want to okay. talk about. Yes. Steve Rogers as Our freaking Steve. Iron Man. Iron Steve. Hydro your Smasher. Steve I was like, oh, oh, oh seriously. That and I didn't really notice cool. the first time around. I didn't notice the first time around, because I've watched it for the third time, that he was paralyzed from the gunshot. I didn't, for some reason, again, spreadsheet. Yeah, But him in that old school Mach 1 Iron Man, Tony Stark, Howard Stark armor. And when Howard says, you ready to get back in the game, kid? And he's got the Tesseract. And it's a la Iron Giant.
0: I lost it. it. Was, that was so cool. And it's so funny because when he went to join the battle when uh peggy calls for when she called calls for air backup and he's like rogers coming in and she's like steve and bucky's like Rodgers? rogers and then when she says uh rogers. when she goes to see him and um what's his name the 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 redhead in the howling commander happy. Yes. Happy. yes when happy says wait she knows that hydra stomper and bucky's like i think i know him too i was like oh (laughs) it was just so funny because okay it was such a geek because you know i adore sebastian stan anyway just to hear him voice this character as a cartoon and i i really hate that you really can't see his facial expressions because i know his facial expressions were hilarious when he was delivering these lines but it was just that whole reveal of the hydra stomper and him fighting and seeing the scenes where he's flying and Peggy Carter is like she's holding on to him like a backpack and they're flying through the air and she's mm-hmm. knocking people out of airplanes and then she's gliding in the air and she falls on top of him and they keep going. I was just like this is amazing like can we can we get this in like live action version because I would love to see although how they would do a skinny Steve for a whole movie that would be weird no. that would be so weird to see that. But I would I would love to see it. I just it was so great. And then her her coming in to to save the Howling Commandos and to save the 107. They're like, wait, they sent a girl and she pulls the, the doors up and They're like, oh, okay, that's what a girl could do. Happy
2: said, Happy said, since okay. when did Dames fight like that? Then she dispatched her three more. He was like, since today. Understood. Right. Mm-hmm. I just
0: like the little one-liners the humor in this episode made it for me like you guys know I like it when they're being asshats but when they're being funny about it and especially with Bucky because Bucky has this way of saying one-liners and he can say it with a straight face but it's the funniest mm-hmm. thing you still get that with this animated version too and like I said Howard Stark love him because the scene where Peggy and Steve are sharing a drink and mm-hmm. they're about to kiss oh that was he awesome and oh, he's God. like hey we gotta go da da and then he's like Oh wait, what were we doing here? Oh, don't mind me. I'm
1: just, I'm just sitting here. I was like, why did we not get
0: this? I wait.
1: <laughs> like I was cracking up. I, I, you know, I keep a stack of Howling Commando*, *Nick Fury Howling Commando* comics on my nightstand. Don't judge me. Anyway, uh, I I'd be surprised if like, you I didn't. Honestly, <laughs> I, I have a sister-in-law who's actually questioned me a few times about certain things but my thing is is that mark loves him i love them and i the howling commandos and the fact that you saw him translate with howard stark and see i'm fascinated because howard stark is essentially quote unquote a new creation from the movies right Mm -hmm. so to see tony's dad in the mix especially later on the episode where he actually has to you know get out and (laughs) fight which is just I was telling Mark in the car as we were driving home and Mark's like, what do you mean he left the lab? I said, he didn't have a gun. sleeve so rolled up. He was like, okay, let's go. He goes, oh, I got to watch this. Yeah. But the fact that they, uh, what I love is they took the premise of the first Avenger. They flipped it twice on its head and they got this. And I'm sitting there and I'm, like I said, I'm sitting there like this going, wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh. Yes. what I mean, I, I'm literally going, I need to watch First Avenger and this side by side. Just it's just shot by shot, scene by scene. And it's like, wow. The only thing they didn't do is that they didn't throw in a cute little soldier boy to replace a little blonde girl to, you know, give Peggy a kiss in the archives. You know, and that's the only thing that they missed it was so and, cool. uh, yeah that, that
0: was natalie dormer sorry you nerding out <laughs> nerding, and, and nerding it was out. also
3: also like everything kind of got sped up like time mm-hmm. 50. Mm-hmm. The yeah the events yeah. happened quicker mm-hmm. than they did in the first defense because you know of course the timeline changed right but i always remember when when bucky said uh, he said, "Steve, you can't even drive a car." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or when
0: they, when they, um, the the infamous train scene when they jumped oh! onto the train and he almost slipped off and she picked him up. He was like, "Hey, you arm almost off. ripped
2: my
3: You know they had them rolling in the studio. He's had like, he says, I'm, in the I'm
1: scared of trains." <laughs> they all
0: oh that was so oh, funny my oh my goodness because i was like wait that's oh. not funny because in the in, in the in the real time in our time I, I say in our timeline like we actually exist in this timeline but in our timeline this is actually where he lost his arm so y'all are not funny oh, but funny. it was funny it that's was hilarious, <laughs> oh, it's it was hilarious it was, it oh was hilarious but oh my god when when the explosion happened and i thought steve was oh, oh. i was sitting there like, yeah. like wait what we have to he can't die the suit is i I said the same thing the suit is indestructible he can't die
2: like we're only halfway through the damn episode how's he gonna die halfway through the damn episode
0: halfway through right since
3: we're since we're talking about steve i want to say there have been at least one occasion where he was depowered in the comic books Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. he was still just as steve rogers as he is I, wouldn't doubt, without, I mean this
0: is the same guy who was this was the know? skinny kid that jumped on top of what he thought was a live right. grenade to save and, and all the people around it, like, him that were bigger supposedly I mean, stronger supposedly more fit for war so yeah i wouldn't doubt yeah. it
3: and he was still well, he, out he still tried to do the thing that he's meant to do you know what i mean he was trying to fight and right be and involved. Was not, still yeah. Right, Steve. and this
1: wasn't uh, him being U.S. agent. This was actually him the de- de- being departed. Because wasn't this right before Captain America twenty five when they killed him?
3: It was before. Yeah, it was before that. It was before twenty five. It was when right. he was. It was when well, no. It was afterwards because he was. Was it
1: after twenty five? He was
3: age- He was um, Steve Rogers, agent on okay. the shield.
1: Ah, oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Because tw- yeah, because the shield. Okay.
3: Yeah, and he had, he, this was, actually he came back and it was- That's right, little, that's he, right. He
1: came back, that's true.
3: Yeah, he was yeah. depowered and he was mm-hmm. back to being Skinny Steve and he still right. had on yep. the yep. agent yep. of Sheila so Costume. That was, kind of this interesting.
0: Thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, was, look at your face! <laughs> they
3: proved their point. So.
0: Okay, but since we were talking about Peggy and her no-nonsense, kick-ass-take-names uh, attitude in this episode- I want to know what she did or what she said to um
3: it was a lot. yes.
0: I want to know what she did or what she said to him to get him to give up the goods. Cause he's like, Oh, I was wondering when you would come to visit me, but you're wasting your time. I will tell you nothing. And then the next thing we see, she, told she me says, <laughs> he told me everything. <laughs> Not something
3: like he told me everything. Everything.
0: <laughs> he told me everything. So I'm like, what did she do? to him all she had to do was, look all she had, maybe that's all she had to do maybe that's grab him, like,
2: him and hold him up like that he probably is, he probably wasn't used to any of that grab him bring him down a little bit hold him up but him,
0: think him. about who he worked for that probably wouldn't have been a scare tactic for him like he would have had to really been coming from a man and, no but
2: coming from a woman i mean he, he, i mean
3: he might be into that type of thing so
2: that's, this is
1: true.
3: He might have said, thank you, something,
1: line. That's, you know. Right. She <laughs> 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 can't, oh,
3: can't take I you guys
2: know. nowhere. Dunka, dunka.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. <I> <laughs> I've been home for 18 months. I'm sorry. <laughs> Besides my husband, you're the only people I actually <laughs> see. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't go anywhere.
3: Thank you, Franline. May I have another. <laughs> you know, right, god god. y'all Y'all
1: don't No. Like my I said, I, I've been I've been I've been home about four it months too long. That's all
0: home. Home. <laughs> Oh my god, y'all are. I don't even know what to tell y'all. Okay, okay.
3: Stay away from my Blitzkrieg.
0: Oh my God.
3: I'm sorry. you oh. am you asked you asked I'm this sorry, question i know no, 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 you i asked... know i did yes, you i did, did.
1: No, I, I really did you did i just i just had a vision i just had a vision of one of my better not my best friend but one of my better friends every year they have certain conventions in san francisco and i just remember that last year two years ago her and my other friend went dressed as frawlife at an actual convention in san francisco with the whole braids and the costume
3: you asked you asked the question it was a frontline no
0: i'm not i'm I'm not i'm not i'm not Mm -mm. what did she do
3: to get him to tell her Mm -mm. everything
0: anyway let's get Mm. no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. let's you know what let's let's forget i even asked that question let's go to the part where she's running up next to the guy on the motorcycle she was like yeah this is fun not oh. off the motorcycle takes
1: his motorcycle i was like i am here for this peggy carter that not, i'm here for was her that not the most badass thing ever i mean she was pretty badass at the time but i mean she's like i said she just it was so awesome yeah shout out
2: to her riding a motorcycle like a 10-speed bike like jumping it oh, up yeah, in, or yeah. like a bmx bike like literally doing bmx tricks on it
1: and yes and yes jumping,
2: like really jumping up in the air and then kicking it into a turret like, you're not supposed to do that with, I mean, like, a in, that's like an Indian motorcycle, like, that thing has to be, like, half a ton. Like, that's a big, <laughs> <huge, heavy laughs> It right. has
1: to be, has to be. And, and, you know, and I've seen, I've seen a, a, a couple of BMX, you know, different things, and the, the the way that they had her do, I mean, she's throwing this thing around like it's no one's business. Right. I mean, I'm like, wow. I mean, it's just, I mean, again, the, the, the way that they did it, but the thing is, is that she keeps that stiff you know, upper crust, you know, British, you know, demeanor and accent. Because even there's a couple scenes later on when you can see her, you know, being upset and she's mm-hmm. still very chill. And I have to give that to her. She's just chill. Things are horrible, things are bad, but she still has that Downton Abbey, you know, demeanor, you know, which I love. But I mean,
3: earlier she did throw a two ton. <laughs> over her head. I mean, it's called
1: balance, Lori. It's called balance. It's motorcycle. <laughs> I know, this I is
3: know. Did you
2: guys what? notice? Yeah, she did grab a motorcycle you... with a sidecar with one hand and hurl it into another.
1: This is true. This well,
3: <laughs> She threw uh, a 2 ton truck over her all head. All I'm saying
1: is yeah. that balance is hard. <laughs> balance is hard. Especially if you're 49. <laughs> Mine. Mine. All Mine. I'm saying is balance is hard. I'm 49 years old. I'm up here struggling to do this damn yoga and balance is not easy. That's all I'm going to say. Uh,
2: I was to say,
3: why were y'all surprised by the motorcycle? She threw a three-ton truck over her head. I wasn't
2: surprised. I wasn't necessarily surprised. I was just, like, impressed. Like, she I know, was, like... I was just- She's doing, um, like, BMX tricks. Well, and, She's doing and, X-Game well, shit with like yeah. an
1: Indian motorcycle. I'm <laughs> right. But just, just the way that they did the... I mean, seriously, I could watch this over and over again just to watch the action uh, sequences because they're so well done. I mean...
3: I think seriously. I'm going to watch it again after we're done. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'll probably watch it sometime this yeah.
3: weekend. I'm just ready to get to the Cthulhu monster. <laughs> Cthulhu. Cthulhu. The big reveal where we find out Steve is still and, alive.
2: Yeah,
0: so...
3: And I was like, I think I, was, I screamed out loud a little bit.
0: Really? <laughs> what? 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 Whoa, 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 when, yeah. out, when we found out that Steve what? was still alive.
3: Yeah.
1: I missed it and I no, when, that. I No, when 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 they oh. went to go yeah. rescue him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they okay. stumbled across I, I... him, right? Because yeah. they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, were I'm in... sorry. I thought there was a post credit after the thing where, when she's in the. No, they were breaking
3: okay. in the um. The low, they went low and she went high. So when Bucky walks in and he's
0: like, yo, who ordered the (laughs) column?
1: Yeah,
3: I was like, that a was just so, No, before that, before that, when Steve, when they charged Steve and let him out and he fell, he okay? goes, yep, you, you good? He's like, yeah, because we ain't, got, okay, we ain't well, got all day. Let's go. We ain't got all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I laughed so much during this episode, but it, it it's also one of those things where I like it because you don't, even in the the main movies, the the main MCU movies. We know that Steve and Bucky are best friends and we get a little bit of that in the first Avenger and we only see glimpses of it through the rest of the movies. I really want to see more of that friendship. It's kind of the same way I felt about seeing the relationship between Bucky and Sam explore, because I was like, yo, those two are so funny together. We have to see them on screen more. I never knew that a few years later they were going to give us a full TV show with two of them. Loved it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is still my favorite uh, Disney Plus show of the Marvel shows to date because of that reason. I really want to see more of that Bucky and Steve dynamic. And I'm glad we got to see it a little Mm -hmm. bit more in this one because also too, you get to see a lot more of Bucky's personality from the earlier years, you know, before he was the Winter Soldier, whatever, because he's he's not the Winter Soldier and at least in this episode, he's not. But I... (laughs) let me tell you just just a quick one side because i know, we're because I know we
1: we're, we're we plan stuff or try to plan or whatever it would not be a bad idea during christmas uh shutdown to do a limited peggy carter tv series we can do like three or four in a row just it's only two seasons it's only like was it anthony 20 episodes all together just do a quick maybe one and really. two season recap cool. thing that would be cool yeah to do that for like christmas that would be cool you can take that would be out. cool
0: but the other funny thing about this particular part is where peggy and howard are there they're with the red skull and he's talking about how
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 oh
0: he's, he's talking, talking shit about like no this business. thing is gonna help him like he's gonna help him dominate
1: and the thing actually grabs him and kills him it's like what is it? How to be successful and, and gain friends or whatever the heck that 50s title was? Or how this Without is in really business trying. and gain friends? That, yeah. that wasn't going to us. Yes, yeah, there that's not yes. the way to do the it. The Arthur Miller stuff. <laughs> yeah, this was not Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller didn't But no, it was absolutely hysterical. And see, see, the thing with me is that I didn't see it coming. And like I said, I, oh, wait, wait, she's got the sword. So I'm watching this, right? Like I said, I got spreadsheets going and all this other stuff. And I'm on Facebook and I'm watching with one eye. And I see this and I literally stopped going, the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that was literally my reaction. Y'all know Laredo
0: I, did, I said, what, the fuck,
3: what the fuck? No, I, I do What the fuck is that? And then someone else, exactly. like someone in the show said, what the <laughs> exactly. What the hell is that? <laughs> exactly. i I think think it was i think it was howard i'm not looking at it but i think it was howard let's see what the hell is
0: that let me tell you the other part that had me dying so peggy is fighting the he's she's fighting the i don't know what that thing was she's fighting it howard is at the buttons he's like red green blue who paints a button blue and she's like don't tell me the american playboy doesn't know how to push a few buttons he's like hedy lamar and i spent the weekend together and she was not teaching me
2: german
1: (laughs) oh i lost it i I lost it this this, this, this is
2: awesome (laughs) no oh even before that when he was trying to figure out how to how to work it? He said, "If I can get to the controls, I can transpose the ingress and do science stuff." And then Peggy says, "You mean transpose the polarity or reverse the <laughs> suction?" He said, "Hey, being the genius is my thing."
0: <laughs> like was- honestly, it was Howard Stark, but all I could hear in in my mind was Tony.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that. oh yeah.
0: It was it was so fun, especially when when she made the American Playboy comment because i was it was so funny because i was like wait wasn't howard married at this point so he wasn't he wouldn't have been the
1: the american play oh
0: he wasn't married no, actually no. okay actually
3: he, wasn't married, okay. Actually,
1: he, he wasn't. wasn't married he didn't get marie he didn't marry maria until i think it was like two years later. oh okay
0: okay but yeah i was just like it, i was like this sounds like a conversation that would have been had between like pepper and tony Yes. For, yeah. In Iron Man 1 or Iron Man 2 when you know when Natasha was introduced and he was like, I want one. And she's like, no. <laughs> this is what this conversation was like for me.
3: <laughs> I was oh, like, oh. who ordered the calamari? <laughs> the bad
2: thing is, money. I was thinking, I was like, wait, isn't calamari like a modern thing? That I had to think well I was like, no, they've always had squid. Have they always called it calamari? I'm like, whoa. It's an Italian word. I guess they probably have always called it Calamari. I thought that
1: too. But I looked it up. 1930s, specifically 1936 to 1938, New York restaurants... And restaurants in uh, Miami, because that's where they had a lot of things. They started to bring calamari, squid, and they had to come up with a name. So they used the Italian name with calamari, and they started to dice stuff with the salt and pepper that we have now, and they presented it. And that's where it started to get on the menu. By 1940, it was common, and of course, the war hit. So by 1952 to 1956, that's a promise That's how we got. This calamari. is why I fucking love y'all. What I'm talking
2: <laughs> because about because
1: y'all is,
0: come with awesome. the facts
2: and the research. Had...
3: Because we all had the same question. When did exactly. Come I, didn't, I, like, I didn't look it up. I didn't look it up. I just went with I that.
2: looked it up. I did. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I had no idea. I was like, that's kind of like he came like forward dated, but then I was like, I mean, it could be. I guess.
0: I mean, we are in a alternate true. universe, so you know.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. But see, a lot of a lot of the food that we have down, some of the stuff is up is outdated. They basically through the late thirties to the early fifties came up with reinvented and gave it like chop suey American Mm. chop suey that's another one uh especially with the uh, San Francisco with me being out here uh a couple things the horseshoe which came in the 50s which is basically shit on a shingle with cheese a lot of these things were repurposed and invented to give to people because people didn't want to eat it or they didn't know because they thought it was for my my grandmother who was born and raised in Missouri thought that rice was like the devil. And she refused her entire life to eat rice because she said that's foreigners food. And I'm looking at her going, the fuck? South, hi, South Carolina, North Carolina, rice. But my thing is, is that they had to cater these foods to people in a way that it was possible. pizza. Pizza really didn't hit until like 1928, 1929, even in New York, because pizza in Italy is different pizza than it is here. So yeah, so that's kind of so, the state in- that they were going to the calamari.
0: <laughs> and there did is your you history lesson history for the day, kids. <laughs> <laughs> kids.
2: <laughs> I know you like military. No,
0: that's what, that's what no? she has a degree. She has a degree yeah. in military
2: minor history. Food history,
3: food history. Yes, is I minor. do.
2: With a concentration in Italian, concentration <laughs> in Italian food. You
3: know, t- she had to take a couple of electives, and <laughs> some of that was probably no.
1: <laughs> I just like the cook and look up stuff, but no. Uh, the the thing is, is that one uh, pop culture. Is one of those things that uh, Adam Myrtle from Comic Geek Speak. He has actually a master's degree in pop culture, and I'm jealous because I think it's really cool as hell. But a lot of this stuff is just sort of you know late night looking up stuff, going oh look at that, oh look at that. You know, no, I I um I'm fascinated because when I actually cook in real life, uh, I get stuck by decades and one of my favorite decades is the 50s because that was hawaiian food kebabs a lot of tiki stuff so i've spent a lot of time looking up these recipes and these cooking methods so when i see something like calamari i'm like
3: Lori, we, oh
1: let me go Lori, check and we, i you know
3: you a hard take. time but we so, all do yeah it. i'm just like obsessed. that's why we are that's why we are the geeks and <laughs> nerds that we are <laughs> We, Absolutely. we see something yeah, we are. and we yes, freeze we frame are. and we go to the internet <laughs> and we look everything up about that thing we, we spent wait
0: wait wait exactly. was exactly. Anthony saying that he's still freeze I heard frame, that. frame, frame yes. stuff to just see
3: it. if that tank is actually period relevant because the tank didn't look right I knew I could ask Lori, but I was going to wait until later to ask Lori about those tanks because they didn't look suspiciously (laughs) quite right, but I let it go after about 45 minutes of research, which was longer than the episode, but those are the things that nerds and geeks do, that's what we do. Yes.
1: (laughs) Exactly no, Anthony. I actually was working when I watched this, and I saw the tanks, and I stopped what I was doing and called actual blueprints for work, and threw out the blueprints and oh was comparing. It. That, is,
3: that is what we do, Lori. That's,
2: that, that that is, is. that's yeah. Lori. Lori's being oh, such a geek oh, that oh. she's risking risking national security to make sure that the tanks and what if are, are comfortable yes, and in in the right time frame. That's awesome. <laughs> I have another reference, though.
1: but. My thing is, and I, I have one last joke of the week and the we can go on, guys, I I was laughing, but I'm watching this whole thing, and of course, you know, you go down a rabbit hole, and Mark actually got upset with me a couple of weeks ago, because he was looking for some appetizers, and I bought it rumaki, remember rumaki, which is, you know, chicken liver, bacon, chestnuts, four chestnuts wrapped up, and I made a joke about, it. I'm going to make rumaki for a snack, and he's like... <gasps> 1950s Tiki and then of course you know you got all those different things but the thing of is, is that no matter what we do when we watch these geek shows we're always going to see one thing either culturally or food or a sign or a piece of clothing and we're going to go to the rabbit hole and like Anthony said this is what makes us geeks there's nerds and there's geeks I used to be a nerd but I am now a geek because I'm actually talking to people but my nerd self My nerd self would have grabbed my cooking books, would have grabbed, (laughs) you know, a couple of books off my shelf, would have probably gone into my kitchen and grabbed a couple of my old uh, utensils and spent the next three hours investigating, maybe gone to the store, found some, quote unquote, Calabari and made it for dinner tonight because I'm that much of a nerd, (laughs) but I am now a geek. So I just talk. I'm like, who
3: searches the internet for the the ingredients to make Romulan ale? Like. Who does
1: that? Yeah,
0: I was gonna say yeah. L- Lord definitely does that. But oh, and while we're talking oh. about our geekdom and stuff, Mike, we were talking about the Howling Commandos.
2: Uh huh. Oh oh oh, oh, oh. oh.
0: oh God! I think oh, I'm gonna God. leave that thunderclap. Did Did you guys hear that thunderclap? I think yeah, I'm going right. yes, to leave that in. I think I'm going to leave that in because that's just funny. But we were talking about the Howling Commandos. That's not Happy. That's um, Dum-Dum
1: Dugan. I don't know why his I,
0: name was I was going right. to
3: say that, but I was going to just let y'all roll with Happy.
1: Okay, that might be the fireball talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fireball.
3: I was, I was just, just going to let y'all roll with it.
1: Yeah, no, because I was thinking, I was like, no, uh, that's not right. No, you're right. You're right. I was like, no, right.
0: that's not right. And I know that's not you're, right, but I couldn't think of his name at the time. You no. Know,
3: that was that was the fireball, Saldig. Um, I'm sorry. Please excuse my nerd. The speech that Red Skull was giving and you know hyping himself up, and then he gets taken out by the calamari. Man, <laughs> it, made of, it made me think of Deep Blue Sea because I was like, yeah, exactly. You know, it was, <laughs> yes, it was exact great moment. Too.
2: Yes, I'm with that. <laughs>
3: That so was is that what we're
0: calling this creature now, the calamari? Is that what we're calling yeah, it? Thank
3: you very much. Or, <laughs> or Kithu, Kithulu, Kithulu. but we'll go with calamari. I,
2: I have to admit, I got, I got a really, I got a, I got a nice ribbon of satisfaction when I saw him squeezing and his head start to pop. I was like, I don't know, I'm actually, I'm actually good with that. Okay, that was, that was okay. Let's okay, let's proceed. That's
3: yeah. right. Or the kaiju. That was pretty it's awesome.
2: Now,
1: did anybody? Kaiju get a, uh, a stripesy uh, Stargirl vibe off of the actual unit that she was in. A
2: mm-hmm. oh, what girl? No.
1: Stargirl mm-hmm. stripesy Stars and Stripes no. DC.
3: Um, no. I got a I'm Wonder like Woman vibe when she picked up that sword.
1: Okay. That too. That's true. Yeah. That's true.
0: Okay. That was the next thing I wanted to talk about because her picking up that sword and having the shield and and fighting and, and yeah. all this other stuff. I was like wait. I was like, is this supposed to be her version of Mooney? <laughs> like, like she picked up that sword. And it's almost like she was made for that sword. I mean, mm-hmm. she was she was doing what she needed to do. She was slicing up some calamari. And then she, of course, she pushes it into the Tesseract, or she, you know, she closes the Tesseract and she's gone. And it's just, oh, poor Steve. And it's so funny because Steve actually walked towards the tesseract yep, yep. and i was like i yep. wonder was the power from the tesseract did it heal him or what did it do i'm sorry you guys there's a lot of thunder in my background it all of a sudden just started yeah, storming it, like five it. minutes ago so but yeah, um
3: it. you yeah, know you're, but you're it,
0: right it, He
1: did walk and i think i think it did i think you're right yeah and then you know the
0: next scene we see is reminiscent of um when loki mm-hmm. came through mm-hmm
2: portal yeah, Inters Inters, except yeah.
0: it's Captain Carter coming through the portal with sliced calamari and then we've got Nick Fury and we've got Clint Barton and he goes through his the war ended almost 70 years ago and it's kind of that reverse for um peggy you know that what we saw Steve go through once he realized where he was and I was just like she missed her dance
2: um <laughs> I like how calm Fury was where he was just like please put down the sword Like he was like, who the fuck is that? He was like, "Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to please put down the sword." Right. He was just calm, and then Clint was like, "That's Captain Carter." Like fanboying. I was like,
1: "Yeah, I was more with Clint. I was more excited to see Clint." And he was like, "That's Captain Carter." Yeah. Yeah. That was you know Fury. eh, Fury's gonna be Fury, but yeah, seeing seeing him do Martin do that, I was like, and I felt so sad, and I was like, "Damn." I mean these in both universes they don't quite get what they want aside from the ending and I, I just no. oh, I'm just so sad
0: me too like are they ever like I guess at some point they're gonna have to tell us what happened when Steve took the stones back and stay with Peggy because I need to see that. I need to see that happy ending. Shut up, Anthony. I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm saying it's what I need. It's what I'm asking for. And who knows, you know, um, Sylvie and Wanda bust the multiverse wide open. So you never know. We may get that 25 years.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
3: going to stick to my guns. They're
2: not gonna serve. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. Really but it would be nice to see. It'd it. be cool.
2: It'd be cool to see the reverse, like to see Steve's little skinny head on, on Captain Carter's large, wide chest, that they're dancing in the in the um, in the living room. That would it's be so funny.
0: But I would be here for it. I just, I just want to see them like. I just need to see them actually like have a shot at have, like these near misses are just bugging me. You guys know me, I'm like a hopeless romantic, I'm the eternal optimist. I have to believe that it's going to happen and we're going to yeah. see it. Shut up Anthony, I'm not even looking at you on yeah. the screen. So, anyway, but it oh really my god, possible, this yeah. this episode
3: was so I'm fun. Sorry. I, I was looking at it and I was trying to figure out how she just assumed they won the war. And I, was mm, thinking, I wonder if it's mm, because of Nick Fury being there, being being a black ow, man, ow, and then I don't know. I was. Did you think oh, about that too? Oh, because
1: oh. I'm like, how do you know you won the war? Yeah, you've got Fury, you've got Barton, but are you sure you won the war? She just says, it. "I'm like, oh old girl, don't, don't, don't." Sorry, I kept thinking six one six because she went from one to the other quote unquote multi-universe and they could be you know post apocalypse you know uh agents of shield season was it five where they were in three thousand years in the future how do we know they won the war I mean yeah I, I was like you I was like don't assume don't assume don't assume
3: mm.
1: now that was a good point though Anthony yeah.
3: that's where geeks we we geek out we, I know. we see stuff like that and we go down a rabbit hole right <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No theories. Now, granted,
1: Fury didn't look like he was starving. So, you know, he looked okay. He didn't look like he missed a few meals either, Clint. So, you know, I'm thinking there might be a resistance. I mean, there was no Maria Hill. You know, the eye was in the right place, gone. So we don't know. We we have to find out because this is what if. But see, this is the brilliance of what if because growing up, You've got, what if Spider-Man and Hulk went on a field trip? Now, my favorite uh, Star Wars book is this horrible, Anthony knows what I'm talking about, this horrible, horrible book where they have Darth Vader and Darth Plagueis go on a (laughs) field trip to hunt hunt down this guy and bring him back to justice. And they're literally like, you want snacks at the 7-Eleven? I got the blueberry. I got the orange juice. You got gas. They went on a field trip. They went on a walkabout. Okay. Worst book ever. Okay. So this is what I have in my mind when I see this.
3: Th- that's right up there with the one that ends with Darth Vader in yes. all white. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Or or, right or, or with- better yet, that horrible Captain Phasma. Uh. Audio novel that they did. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind. Darth Vader in all white. Yes. What? Yeah.
2: Yeah, he
3: switched. He switched sides to be yes. with his kids. And he came yes. out in all white.
2: That's scary. Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. That, that was one of the yes. absolute yes. worst. Pretty, Star- pretty, pretty much
1: good. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So, pretty so pretty pretty for those of you listening, um, I don't know if we properly conveyed how much we enjoyed this
2: episode. (laughs) Yeah, it was dope.
0: It was a lot of fun. And I wasn't I wasn't expecting seriousness and I didn't get it. Yes, it was there, but it wasn't it wasn't overpowering to the point where it just kind of made the um made the show feel heavier Mm. than it needed to be. I mean, yes, we had some dark moments and it was a little bit darker than we're used to, but I, I loved it. It was, it was so funny. And I'm just kind of sad that these are just one, one one-off episodes because I don't know if we'll see these characters again in other parts of the series. Um, like we discussed earlier, there are nine episodes of this season and i don't know if we're going to get an additional season but right now we have the captain carter episode which we just finished we have t'challa star lord as episode two we have the loki invasion episode three doctor strange supreme episode four party thor episode five killmonger and tony episode six i'm really looking forward to that one um we have the zombies episode seven Tony Stark in Sakaar, episode eight. And then episode nine is Ultron Vision, Infinity Stones, and Guardians of the Multiverse. Just that title alone, especially with everything that has happened in the Marvel TV series, most recently with Loki, pretty much busting the Mm. multiverse open, even though there are suggestions that what happened in Loki when the multiverse opened was actually directly tied to Wanda and WandaVision. Mm. But again, we have all of these films coming up, these other TV shows that are going to be dealing with different aspects of that. We've got Spider-Man, No Way Home coming, which we still do not have a damn trailer for, but I digress. Um, we have Ant-Man Mania coming up. We have Doctor Strange coming up. And it's just, I have a feeling that this series is going to push us into that next phase. And, and, <sighs> I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited, but it's kind of like it's getting to a point now where I want to I want us to get back into our Marvel films. Like we recently had Black Widow come out. Uh, Shang-Chi is coming out in the next few weeks. And then we've got uh, the Eternals coming out. So it's, it's just kind of like now we're getting back into that thing where we're picking things up and I really hope this Delta variant doesn't screw that up for us geeks who have been without our vices for the last year and a half but I'm looking forward to it this this episode was so much fun and if this is what we got in episode one I can't wait because you know that humor is probably mm-hmm. going to be a common thread throughout these episodes especially given the characters that they've put together mm-hmm. for these episodes mm-hmm. like I said T'Challa Star-Lord him and mm-hmm. Yondu, oh, I'm mm-hmm. so ready for that episode. Like, mm-hmm. can I get that now? That's mm-hmm. what I want to
1: see. And, and, and see, how I go, here's, here's the thing. With What If, uh, there's things that are missing that I know I'm not going to get because Disney, the way that Disney is. There's two uh, genres, not genres, teams, people that used to be in What If, that they didn't because they don't have the money or the franchise. I'm missing the X-Men. And I'm missing the Fantastic Four because the what ifs did some really cool stuff with both of those, especially the Fantastic Four stuff. Um, I'm missing that. But I understand that as a nerd geek, I am, need to be happy with what I'm getting. But as someone who yes. grew up with this as a kid, you know, in the 70s and the 80s, not so much in the 90s, but mainly 70s, 80s, where they really gave us to meet Spidey. Mm-hmm. They did these stories. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I was telling my husband, I'm sitting here and I'm watching stuff that I never thought that I would ever see. My God, we are on the third kind of third Ant-Man and Watch movie. We have Suicide Squad, we have an actual Shazam movie. This is like the golden age of being a nerd. We have the
3: movie, like. Yes. No. Yes, and there's
1: How? two. Going to be three. <laughs> <How>? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Age exactly. Of
2: the geek, baby.
1: Exactly. Because look, the nineties were not good to us. We got remember the Phantom, the purple one. Billy
3: Zane. Yeah. Remember
1: him, the Phantom. Billy Zane. Yeah, that was about the highlight of what we got. Okay. Look, I'm about to when we log off, watch season not season 1, season 2 of Star Girl. Okay. I have 8 seasons of Arrow, Green Arrow. I have 10 seasons of Smallville. I have Doom Patrol. Okay. I have Invincible. I have Preacher, which was awesome. We need to cover it. I'm talking 8 seasons of Various shows. I've got six seasons of literally Asians of Shield. Yeah. I mean, come on, people. How is this? I mean, what did we have before? We had Super Friends and we've got all this stuff. I mean, DC, Marvel, Independent.
2: Marvel. Yes. No, yes. Man. Yes. Wonder, Wonder Woman.
1: Woman season one, Wonder Woman season two. see Trevor. Yada, yada, yada. You got Lois and uh, Lois and Superman. You've got. Uh, you know, various here and there. You've got Batman, you know, see, whatever. But the fact that over the last, and I'm going to say 16 to 18 years, 20 something, because Blade started. Dude, we have three Blade movies. Can you honestly say you never thought that you'd have not one, but three Blade movies? And, except for the third one, and they're actually and
3: good.
1: And, another and, and, and we another one. Thought- yes! I mean, come so, on, this okay. is like, the, they're talking about this and that, like like Mike says, Asia the Geek, baby. I'm sitting there, I mean, you've got, we have a Preacher series, we have the and,
3: boys. And we're going to get Shang-C, I mean, a Marvel movie. Yes, with thank Asian you, we Asian. got,
0: y- yes, yes, woop woop, Asian yes, time. we got Iron After Fist, we got G. G. Joe.
3: After yes. having another G.I. Joe movie with another oh Don't another even. even mm-hmm. uh, Snake Eyes was not bad.
1: I heard it was pretty good. We got, look, look, look. On Netflix, we got The Punisher, we got Defenders, we got Iron Fist, we got Jessica Jones, we got Luke Cage. I mean, seriously, is yeah. this not the best time to be a nerd?
0: Absolutely.
1: all around the porch. I mean,
0: yeah. yeah I mean, if earned, you yeah. had told my younger and teenage self that this is what I would be doing as an adult, like I would be able to fully immerse myself into all of this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it'd yep. be the cool yep. thing to do, yep. because again, this is one of the things I got teased for like, oh, you like that kind of stuff. You like, you like that kind of nerdy stuff. You like that, uh quote unquote, white people that stuff. That, that was the kind of stuff that I got teased for. Yeah. So
2: yep.
0: I mean, yeah just being able to be in this age and being able to talk about comics and movies and all of these things and fantasy being you know heralded the way it is it's like you said it's it's the time to be a geek what is it that um somebody said to me a few years ago the geek shall inherit the earth
1: (laughs) not the meek the geek (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep Yep. I mean, like, like I said, uh, there there's certain things that they have and haven't done or will do or are doing that just blow my mind. I mean, Lucifer, I mean, right. just that alone. I mean, Constantine only lasted one season. Yes, I have the DVDs. He's cut. They took this failed TV series, took Constantine for that horrible movie. With put him over to Legends tomorrow. Did and now wait, they're actually. Hold them, yeah. them. Did yeah. you say that? Did you say that horrible movie with Keanu Reeves? Yes.
3: Come no, on, you you know got, no. Okay,
2: see, no way, you know right. way. The movie was He's not All the
3: credits we got earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeez,
2: you're going to roast me. Taking oh, my God. Look,
0: look, look, look. I think look. we need to end on that oh, note because, geez. oh.
1: Oh, oh, my God. You
3: know what? We
1: can't.
0: Okay. Y'all got to tune
3: in for the 100th episode. Yeah, watch, we got to talk about this.
1: Watch the Constantine one season that they did.
2: It was better than the entire I did, and I, did watch, that. I I watched the whole season. I, I I'm, did. I'm mad, I'm mad that, that we I didn't did. get a second and third. I mean. It's, I know, right? But, Here at Peridot. Here Just, However, yeah. Even though, even though Keanu was however. still dark haired, that movie was outstanding. Man. That was a great movie. Ah, that
1: movie was shit.
3: We're, hold on Mike we're gonna get her tomorrow yeah, gonna,
0: yeah so um even I
3: got you I got your back too. Mike.
0: Right, right so you guys will hear this episode after we record our 100th episode which is tomorrow but you guys will hear that and we'll have to roast Lori a little bit more on that one but for now that's it for our show